Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm coming to you from a brand new location today. I am coming to you from my closet. Now, <laughs> it sounds kind of weird, but yes, I uh, moved into a new home, which is what I'm going to be talking about today. I'm going to be sharing with you what it was like leaving our home uh, that we lived in for 11 years, moving with two kids and one dog, and all of the trials and tribulations that come with finding a new home, uprooting your family, and moving to a new home. And I, we moved into a space that has a walk-in closet. And I was like, you know what? I see all these podcasters recording in their closet. Maybe I'll get really good audio or better better audio if I record in my closet. Except I also now can't find my podcasting microphone. So if my audio is a little off, it's because I'm just going through some trial and error and figuring out what works best in this brand new space that I'm in. And that's life. That is life. All right. So my family moved and it was crazy and exhausting and tiring and exciting and all of these crazy emotions that have come up. And the reason why we moved, it is a very personal reason. I'm not fully going to share the reason why we moved, but I want to share with you a little bit about the journey. So this move this new home this new location now we also didn't move far we probably moved like five miles from our old house we didn't go far we didn't want the kids to uh, change schools Uh, we did change school districts but our kids go to private school so we wanted to stay within a close distance to their school and we wanted to disrupt their lives as little as possible and we also love their school so we didn't really want to leave the school we're very happy there and we do love the area that we're in. We just needed to make a switch. And we started the discussions of possibly moving last summer. So this has been about a year in the making, this decision. We started hypothetical talks and discussions. My husband and I, I say we, I talk about my husband and I, like hypothetically, like, well, what if we moved? And well, do we want to? And is this what we want to do? So that really started last summer. And I believe it must have been last summer when we actually made that phone call to a mortgage company to find out, you know, if we could apply for a loan and what that would look like. Now, a year ago, I I was still uh, not working. I still was just fully running my business and my and because of that, we had trouble getting a loan originally because I didn't have because our tax year was kind of all messed up in my business and the income in my business. So it wasn't really fully trustworthy, the income that was coming into my business. 
And then I actually returned back to work uh, part-time in September. So that actually created a boost for us and was really helpful in the move because it created that stable income that the banks were looking for as far as, yes, you can have a loan because we know that you have stable income. Whereas an entrepreneur, that was a little iffy and certain banks we had a little, some issues with. So the discussions really started last summer and we kind of just took these little baby steps and we're like, well, let's try this and let's talk to this bank. And then the bank said no. And then we were talking to a friend and he goes, you need to call my bank. They might be more willing to work with you. And they're a smaller community bank. So then we did that and then they were willing to work with us. We got a whole bunch of information last fall and we were still kind of having these discussions of, do we want to move? Is that really what we want to do? And when we had moved into our the house we were in at the time that we moved from, I remember moving in and we're like, we're never moving again. That process was exhausting. Like we just, we just want to stay here. This is our forever home. So we really went in with the intentions that we're never going to move. But I will be honest with you and say there was always kind of something in the back of my mind, and I'm sure this is intuition talking of, I might have verbally said like, no, we're never moving again. But there was something inside me that was like, but we might. There was that little hint and whisper of, well, there's a possibility. I don't want to shut the door on that. But we're not planning to move, but you never know what will happen down the line. But those words never came out of my mouth, but they were still there in the back of my mind. And again, I think that was just my intuition saying, don't close the door fully because there might be another opportunity out there for you. So my husband and I moved into that first house. It was actually the third. No, this is the third house. The house we moved from was our second home. He had bought a home. I moved uh I moved, after I graduated college, I moved out of my parents' home and moved in with him in the house that he had bought. And then together, right after we got married, we had bought uh, the house that we moved from. And we lived there for 11 years. And as I said, we really weren't planning on moving, especially when we moved in there 11 years ago. We were like, this is it. This house is perfect. It was so much bigger than the house. You know, we had moved from a, a, a townhome, a row home, whatever you want to call it. We were in the middle of, you know, this section of houses a very small house. And we moved from that house into this, a single home with a big yard and a really nice neighborhood. And we were very excited about it. And we're like, oh my God, we'll never outgrow this house. It's huge, right? You never think you're going to outgrow a house. And somehow magically you end up filling the space that you're in. It's just the way things work. And we did quickly outgrow the house. And there were just certain things about it that never quite suited us. Uh, It was never... You know, there were things that we didn't realize we were going to want in a home when we bought this first house. But when we moved in, we're like, that's it. We're done. We're never doing this again. Still that little voice in the back of my head was like, but don't shut the door yet. So this home that we lived in for 11 years, we had just gotten married. We moved into this home. This was the home where we brought our dog home to, our second dog. And so she has known no other home other than the one that we were in. We really made that house ours. Uh, When I think about it, there's so much work that that house we could have done and that we actually did do in order to sell it. We did a lot of work at the house. And while we were moving, it was really interesting to go, gosh, we really did a lot. This house is very different from when we moved in. I mean, the house was a mess. It needed all new floors. Um, We painted every room in the house uh, after we moved in. Again, we were a couple. And we had no kids, so we did have a little bit more time on our hands, and we didn't have much money because we just invested in this in this new home. 
Uh, so we spent a lot of our weekends working on the house and, and the such. And then all of a sudden the kids come along and the house kind of becomes, you know, low priority because the kids become priority and your life is now taken over by small people. So that was the house that we brought our both of our boys home to. You know, we came home from the hospital and we have all of those memories within those walls uh, with them. And so it's that house holds a lot. So the first house we were in, we only lived there for two years. There was very little memories. There was, I mean, there was memories, but there was very little connection with the actual home itself. And I am not someone who really connects to physical things. Uh, so uh, while I was connected to the house and there were a lot of memories there, it was a lot easier for me to detach from the house than it was for my husband. He very much holds energy for the physical properties of things, whether it be he's not a hoarder, but certain clothing and certain things that he's like, no, but you can't get rid of that. And I'm like, I don't, you know, need this sweatshirt from college that is never going to fit me again. And it's just taking up space for him. It's he would, I would find him take things out of boxes that I was trying to throw away over the years of our marriage and have learned to no longer pack things up without running them by him first, or try to donate things without running them by him first. I made that mistake a few times. And so there was a lot of sentimental value within the walls of that home. And it was tough for him to leave. I I was, I mean, was it sad? Absolutely, I was sad. But it wasn't as emotionally draining. I wanted to spend more time making sure that the ch- kids were okay and that they were prepared and they kind of knew what was coming up and really create the excitement around the new home, but then also let the kids you know, understand that we're not coming back. They're seven and five. And I don't know fully how much they grasp, like, hey, we're moving out of this house. We're not really going to plan to come back here at any point. But a few times over those last few weeks, our five-year-old would say, well, but we can move back here one day. And while that's absolutely true, if he chooses to move back there one day, uh, my brother and my sister-in-law uh, moved into the home that my sister-in-law grew up in. So it's very well possible that that could happen, but the probability of that happening is very, very low. But I just thought it was sweet. He, our five-year-old had the hardest time between the kids kind of making the transition from one house to the other. And during the weeks leading up to moving out was really hard because we were kind of packing things up and obviously we were packing things up, but as you're packing things up, you're thinking I might need this or I might need that, or you're packing up the kids toys. And I have to look at them and say, it's okay. I'm not getting rid of it. It's going to be at the new house. And we constantly were having this conversation of, I need to pack this up, but it's going to be at the new house. Cause they'd constantly get concerned of, Oh my gosh, what's going to happen. You're taking my stuff from me. I'm not going to have it to play with. And we were really kind of having that conversation of, oh, what clothes am I going to need? Oh, I'm going to need these, or I'm not going to need these. And there was a lot of back and forth of living in boxes, not feeling at home. Like you're kind of going through all these emotions of, I've got so much to do because there's so much that needs to be done. But at the same time, it's so weird to see our house slowly over time become empty and to pack things up. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're we packed up a lot for when we wanted to start showing the house and then really lived in a very open spaced house. You're like, Oh, it's kind of nice. There's a lot of space here, but you also have to realize, you know, about a quarter of your stuff is, was up in the attic and store in just stored in boxes up there. 
And that can't be what life is like forever, you know? And then all of a sudden we went from living like that when we're showing the house and constantly have to keeping it clean to shifting gears to bringing all the boxes down. And now you're kind of surrounded by boxes. It's just a lot of overwhelm. So I'm going to backtrack just a bit here and just share this with you that, as I said, in the fall of 2019 is when we really decided we're going to have the big conversation and we got approved for the mortgage. And then in, it was actually the week between Christmas and New Year's, we made the call to the real estate agent. We had the conversation and we said, yes, we're approved for the mortgage. This is the amount we're ready to put the house on the market. And it was a scramble, but we got the house on the market probably within two weeks. And that was again, between Christmas and New Year's. So we had just had Christmas and boom like that. It was like, okay, pack up all the stuff. Let's get it ready to show and take some pictures. And it was crazy. So our house went up on the market in January and we showed it and we showed it and we showed it and nothing happened and nothing happened. No bites. Nobody wanted our house. We were like, what is going on? Like, I thought this was supposed to be easy. And when we sold our first house, it happened so quickly. It sold within 30 days. And that was back in 2009 when the market crashed. And we're like, what is going on? So we had some friends of ours who were extremely helpful and extremely knowledgeable about real estate and housing. And they offered to do to help us with some work on the house. So we actually took the house off the market because I was so tired. I was like, I need a break from doing these showings. I need a break from cleaning the house. I was exhausted. It was just, it was just too much. We needed to take a pause. So in the end of February, we decided to take the house off the market, spend a few weeks uh, fixing it up. Uh, we painted the kitchen and like I said, our friends helped us. So we got new carpet in our bedroom. We painted the kitchen. We did all of these things and we actually uh, painted three rooms. Yes, we painted three rooms because our house prior when we were really excited when we moved in and we put a ton of color on the walls, which was great. It was 2009 and I thought that was fine. And so each of our rooms had a different color. So to create a more cohesive feel, I spent a lot of time painting uh, over those few weeks. So we did all these updates. We did all this stuff, uh, spent some money, invested in the house. And then, as you could probably see where this timeline is going, we were just about to go back on the market and COVID shut everything down. And then we got to kind of sit and enjoy all these updates that we did to the house. The house was a little cl was clutter free because we had already put all the clutter away for the showings. So the house was clutter free. We had done all these really nice updates. The house felt really good. Uh, we were all home all of the time. And we really just kind of got to enjoy the house. And I don't know if I really realized this right away, but it was nice because we were going to be leaving that house and we were going to be moving out. But we got to have, gosh, nothing opened up until May. So I think we had about two months of really enjoying the home we were in. And it was a really a great pause for us because we got to enjoy the house and we got to enjoy being together in the house. Now it wasn't always enjoyable as anybody who can go back to March, April, and May of 2020, it wasn't fully enjoyable, but there was still that element there that we're like, wow, I wish, you know, we started to realize, oh, I wish we would have painted these cabinets years ago, or I wish we would have realized how easy some of these really simple fixes were like new curtains and new bedding and little things that we could have done to spruce up the house that we just didn't do. 
And for us, there was a lot of lessons learned in that experience, but then also a, a lot of appreciation, as hard as that was. And to really say, let's just, you know, we weren't consciously doing it, but we really got to enjoy the house before everything opens back up. And then all of a sudden the rush to move happened because once things opened back up, the house sold within a week. We were then on the hunt to find a house of our own and things just moved. Boom, 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 boom. So in early June, uh, we had realized the house we were going to buy. We put an offer. Everything was accepted. Then we had to go through and you can tell by how fast I'm talking. This is what it, how fast it felt like everything was happening. And then it was inspections and this and that and packing and moving companies and moving permits and all of the things that kind of come with moving. And looking back on it, how grateful I was for that pause, for that pause in March and April and May, well, whatever it was, those three months of just being able to just be, to be in the home, to go for walks in the neighborhood, to ride their bikes. The kids got to learn how to ride their bikes on the street that we lived on because we had because we were quarantined, my husband was able to take the time to take them out on their bikes and teach them to ride their bikes. So we have that memory now of where they learned to ride their bikes for the first time was on the street of our first home. And we have those memories and we have those visuals and we have those videos and all of those, those things that yes, we're not physically there, but does that mean that those memories are gone? No, because those memories live within us. They don't live within the physical walls of that house or that place but we really got to enjoy it. And as hard as it was going through that time, there was so much beauty inside of it. And now we get to be in our new home and we get to make this our new home and we get to create new memories here. And we've been here at the time of this recording, about a week and a half, we've been in the house and we've had our ups and downs. We've had many hiccups <laughs> since we moved in. We had giant rainstorms that caused flooding in our basement and, you know, We've had, you know, things that we didn't think we were going to have to deal with, we've had to deal with. And, you know, a few things have taken the wind out of our sails, you know, of how happy we were. And, you know, you kind of get hit with these things, but that's just life. And that's just the up and down and really being able to settle in and saying, this is our new home. And the kids settled in so quickly. They've been sharing a room and they've been, uh, enjoying time with each other and really bonding and, you know, the time that they had together during quarantine and now this summer of how much they've bonded as brothers at seven and five and how this is going to, in my mind, I hope really solidify their relationship and really give the two of them a really great foundation of they've been able to go through this together and they've been able to share a room and and play together and build that that foundation of a, a brotherly relationship, whatever that looks like in the future. But knowing that they have this foundation and without the move and without COVID and the quarantine, would any of that happened? I don't know. And that makes me grateful for everything that's going on. So here we are in this brand new house, trying to make it home, dealing with issues that we weren't expecting, unexpected expenses that are coming up, and just really trying to 
to find our own way and really leaning into each other as a couple, uh, leaning into our own coaches. Uh, my husband did, you know, an emer- I quote unquote emergency call with his coach. Uh, he was stressed out and that's what coaches are great for. So he actually had a phone call with his coach to just sit and chat about things that were going on and help him work through some things. And I've had, you know, my two two of my really good friends and was able to reach out to them and say, this is what's going on. I just need to have this chat and to realize that things aren't always going to be perfect, but that's just how life is going to be. And this move itself has been a learning experience and a transition. And I'm so grateful for everything that's kind of going on and happening. And I'm grateful for this space. I'm grateful for this closet that they get to sit in and I'll talk to you. I will get it organized one day, but right now it's kind of a mess, but it's okay. We have our own office. We have a place to sit and work, which is still really hard. I'm actually, when my husband and I are home, he's in the office, I'm at the kitchen table, but it's fine because he still has his own office. And when the kids are here, we have our own office and can go in there and do work and get stuff done. And the dog has transitioned really well. Uh, It's funny how animals sense stress and her stress was so high the month of July. She wasn't eating. She was actually losing her fur. She had ended up getting a bald patch, uh, on her, on her backside. And we were really, really concerned about her and the stress that she was under and to have her not eat was very strange. And once we were here in the house, maybe a day or two, she was eating two regular meals a day. And like I said, we've been here a week and a half and her hair, her fur, her bald spot is starting to grow back. Pretty much you can't even see the bald spot, but we know that it was there and the fur has grown back and she has just found so much comfort in this space. And I know animals sense, sense our feelings and our emotions. And I look at her and I said it to my husband when we were feeling stressed and overwhelmed and everything that was going on. I said, but look at, look at the dog. Look at Jovi. That's the name of our dog. She's relaxed. She's eating. Dogs know things. And if we lean in and kind of use her as a guide then we know that all's go- we're going to be okay. And if she can be relaxed and she can find herself at home and at peace here, then we can too. And it's just a beautiful moment and so many lessons and so many things learned and it has been crazy and I will have more updates as I come along. And at some point on my IG stories, I will happily do a tour of the house, but not right now, maybe in a couple weeks, get a little bit more settled in. I won't wait till it's perfect because it will never be perfect and it will never be done. But I need a little bit more time once we're settled in. Uh, We have a bunch of contractors coming in over the next few weeks uh, for stuff that has gone on and things that we need to get worked on. But that's what happens when you own a home. And we had a really big torrential downpour and flooding last week. So it is what it is. And we are here and we are moved in and we are finding our way each and every day to make this our home and take with us the memories from our old home and create new memories here. And to know that letting go is a part of growth. And this is our expansion. This new home is our expansion into where we're going in our lives. And there's a lot of symbolism behind this move as well. And I'm just so grateful for the opportunity to be in the neighborhood that we're in, to be in the home that we're in, and that all of the stars aligned, you know, for us to buy the house that we're in. Because 
I don't know if things were different if this house would have been on the market or if our house would have sold in January or February. This house wasn't available then. And I now know when I was frustrated back in February and really mad, I knew that there's something out there, but I was still so frustrated and so angry. But I knew there was a reason. And it was because we were supposed to be in this home. And sometimes we can't explain these things and we don't know the whys, but we just have to trust that the universe, our creator is creating this path for us and we need to follow it and we need to go along with it. So that's what I have for you today. That's what it was like to leave our home of 11 years as we kind of start this new chapter of our lives. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. Thank you for being here with me. And if you want to see more about the house, I'll be sharing it. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Nikki Gingrich. Go check me out. And uh, I'll continue coming to you every week from my closet because that's life. <laughs> All right. Thank you so, so much for joining me today. And I hope you have an amazing day and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.